People of Earth, attention! This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Twin Stars, a science fiction audio adventure drama starring Greg Nugent as Imperial Officer Albert Tyson and Melissa D. Johnson as the space pirate Zhang Ping'an. Two figures caught up in the civil war raging over humanity's last empire of the stars. Also starring... Tegan Harris as Esther. David Alt as Saphorn. Alexa Chipman as Viola. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Scuddy. Kakun as Officer One. Scott C. Wentworth as Officer Two. Also starring Michael Hudson as Director Bernard. Russ Gold as Commodore Milgren. Quentin Boyd as Keith Olstead. And Ty Konzak as Dr. Rossum. Tonight's episode, Valkyrie. Back in normal space. Switching the shuttle to Gravitic Drive. Tyson, I have a ship hailing us. It is an Imperial Cutter. I don't remember one of those being there when we left. It appears your suspicions were right. An Imperial force has taken Polychrome in our absence. Should I answer them? Do it, Esther. Let's hear what they have to say. This is the Imperial Cutter, Lily of the Meadow. To the shuttle which has just exited hyperspace. Please respond. Lily of the Meadow, this is Shuttle X2V out of Polychrome Station. How can we help you? Shuttle X2V, this system is currently under interdiction, pending fleet security investigation. Please give your IDs and destination. Lily of the Meadow, we're workers returning from leave on Foldale Bluff, and we're bound for the Abbasi factory on Polychrome. Transmitting full ID codes and logs now. Received, Shuttle X2V. Please stand by. Good thing we stopped by Foldale Bluff on the way to drop off Kip and Helgi. That'll make our ship's logs match our story. Do you think they'll be able to summon help from the Seven Sisters Alliance for the evacuation of Hannah's world? I don't know. All we can do is hope someone listens to them. Shuttle X2V, you are cleared to continue in system. Please be aware there's an Imperial battle group in orbit around Polychrome. And if you deviate from your flight path, your ship will be seized and yourselves arrested. Is this understood? Um, yes sir. Don't worry sir. We'll stick with the flight plan. See that you do. Lily of the Meadow, out. Well, that went better than I hoped. Tyson, if there is a battle group here, then they have seized the factory. Do you believe they have Sir Fawn? No going back now. I guess we'll find out. Setting course for Polychrome now. Tyson? Tyson? Oh. oh. <coughs> 
Yes, Esther? We are nearing Polychrome now. We're decelerating on course with the planet's orbital transfer station. ETA, two hours. How long have I been out? You have slept 14 hours, 16 minutes. What? That long? Really? I guess I needed it. I haven't slept since... before we arrived at Hana's world. Three days, 13 hours. Yes, that sounds about right. Did they hail us yet? No, we are too far out still. However, I have just begun receiving a signal on a rarely used frequency. What kind of signal? Unknown. It's coded, somewhat infrequent, and appears to be coming from Polychrome's second moon. Is it directed at us? No, it's a general signal. Could it be a distress signal? I cannot be sure. Well, given that we're probably about to be arrested the moment we dock and they find out who we are, it does provide a nice alternative. Alright, I'm going to alter course for the second moon. Will the interdiction fleet not notice us? Maybe. They're clustered around the transfer station, so I'll try to keep the planet between us and them as we approach. They know we're coming, but we might be able to sneak to the moon and check it out without them noticing. Wish me luck. I would rather have certainty. <laughs> me too, Esther. Me too. Has the factory complex been secured yet? Yes, Commodore Milgren. Colonel Lee reports the complex was taken with no casualties, thanks to our man in the inside. The general staff believes it is a security inspection, so there has been no need for resistance. Excellent. I will thank Director Bernard for his cooperation when I arrive. We did get formed, did we not? We did, sir. He's been put under guard, and the Colonel is awaiting your orders as to what to do with him. Let the Colonel know I'm on my way down and that Fawn is to be treated as a VIP by the Emperor's order. Have dinner prepared for when I arrive. It is dinner time where the factory is located, correct? It is, Commodore. It will be prepared. Oh, and Commodore, Captain Dusani reports detection of a signal coming from the planet's second moon. It might just be a beacon, but she asks permission to take the Sequoia to investigate. She's always chasing ghosts, isn't she? Fine, fine. Have Captain Grigg take command of the fleet, then. I'll inform him right away. Good. I'll be off, then. Yes, Commodore. Good hunting. Well, I've not seen a code like it, but then cryptography is hardly my specialty. 
Thank you for looking at it, Professor. We're coming in low over the moon now. We'll be at the signal source in a little over two minutes. Maybe then we'll get some answers. I don't remember there being a moon base up here when I worked for a bossy. You pretend it's been 20 years. A lot might have changed since then. Even if it's just someone who can tell us what's going on, that will be a start. Tyson. I see it, Esther. What is it, lad? It's an Imperial heavy cruiser. It's coming down from a higher orbit right on top of us. Are they chasing us? They may be here for the signal as well. I'm going to try to go low. Maybe we can hide in the craters. Tyson, they're hailing us. Ignore them. Professor, you'd better strap in. This might get rough. You don't have to tell me twice, lad. Tyson! It's a warning shot. They won't kill us until they know for certain who we are. I'm almost to the signal source. Do you see anything? Nothing. Okay, we're changing course. We'll make for those mountains over there. Esther, how far away are they? Uh, Esther! Uh, Esther! We're hit! Professor, do what you can to help Esther. We're going down. Right, lad. I've got her. She seems to be having some sort of seizure. I'm going to use the emergency reaction thrusters. They'll throw us up into space. At least we won't crash. Is that your way of telling me to hang on? Yes. And hold on very tightly, sir. Firing them in five, four, three, two, one... Are you okay, Professor? Oh, when my head stops spinning, I will be. We're spinning, not your head. But we didn't crash. The thrusters put us into higher orbit. So, what do we do now, lad? Well, we're not going anywhere, so I guess we wait to be picked up by that cruiser and be put under arrest. Can you check Esther? You know more about bioroids than I do. Just just give me a minute here, lad. If I try to move now, I'm not sure where my last meal will go. I wonder what's taking them? I would have expected the cruiser to launch recovery ships by now. Maybe they're waiting to eat us at their leisure. <laughs> Maybe. Hello. Something coming up from the moon. Small ships. Maybe seven of them. I thought you said there was nothing on the moon. There wasn't. Not when we did our flyby. Now, six of them are heading for the cruiser, and one of them has just veered off... for us. Is it going to attack? No. It's matching our spin, maneuvering to dock. 
Well, well then, I guess we'd better put out the best china, hadn't we? Second best, Professor. We don't know if our guests have good manners or not. Commodore Milgram, welcome to my facility. Thank you, Director Bernard. Your help and your loyalty is most appreciated. Of course, Commodore. A man who serves for 20 years doesn't easily forget where his loyalties lie. I regret what I had to do, but it was necessary since Fawn wouldn't listen to reason. Fawn is well taken care of, I hope. He's waiting in some empty quarters, under guard. Excellent. Have him brought to the dining room. Uh, discreetly, of course, I wouldn't want your workers to have the wrong idea. I will, sir. Now, if you'll step this way. One moment, please, Director. Yes? Commodore, we've received word from the Sequoia. It was just a crash satellite, sir. Another of Dasani's ghosts, just as I expected. That woman is too paranoid. Yes, sir. She asked permission to stay and search a bit longer, however. Fine. Tell her she can have another hour, then she's to get back to the fleet. Milgren out. Now, Director, what do you have in the way of wines? Any idea who these people are, lad? None. I've never seen armor like theirs before. Silence. You will not communicate unless you are given permission. Where are we going? To the command deck of this ship. And my squire? She is being cared for. The leader has ordered you to be presented. Now again, be silent. We have brought the prisoners captured aboard the shuttle. What? Oh, yes. Keith, those prisoners you wanted are here. Keith? Roy, do what you can to fix it. We've got less than an hour to get moving. Oh? Captain! Captain, what? Oh. Mr. Olstead? Vela? What's going on here? How did you get... Skatey, quick, let them loose. They're friends of mine. Yes, leader. Free them, my Valkyrie. Captain! Well, you sure go back here fast. You've only been gone a week. Who's the Bruce? This is Professor Rossum. My pleasure, my boy. Mr. Olstead, who are these people? And where's the crew of the ship? Keith... You take them someplace to talk while I handle the cleanup. <laughs> right, Vela. Come on, Captain. Have I got a story to tell you? So, let me see if I understand this. You were trapped here on a secret moon base when the Imperial Battle Group showed up. 
It's Sir Fawn's top secret R&D center. Okay, and then you decided to escape, but you didn't have any ships. So you sent out a strange signal to lure in a ship to investigate, planning to take it using some secret weapon that stunned Squires with some kind of telepathic surge. That was my idea. Sorry, we didn't know you and the sailor would be in the way. It don't have a huge range, but it can do the job pretty well if you get him close enough. Well, it's not your fault. We followed your signal by accident. Amazing. I knew that Fawn had worked on such things, but to develop an anti-squire weapon? I can't imagine what he had in mind. Oh, it gets even better. You should see some of the things he has down there. I was supposed to be the new security chief, so they let me in on some of the secrets they're working on. Like the Valkyries? How did they manage to take this whole ship so quickly? Well, the way they explained it to me, they're another kind of squire. Think of them as war boyeroids. They're also psychic like the squires. They have a short range mass mine that lets them work together like my girls did, but no radio signal. And on top of that, they're also precogs. Captain, they can see the future. See the future? Is that possible? It is. Fawn and I worked on just such ideas. Oh, but to make it work, <laughs> they're sounding. How far into the future can they see? Texted just a couple of seconds at best, and it's not on all the time. A couple of seconds? Is that the best he could do? Professor, in a battle, a couple seconds is an eternity. Think about it. They'd know where the shots were coming from. They'd know what surprises were ahead of them before they even happened. They'd be almost unstoppable. Well, it sure didn't take them long to take this ship, that's for sure. Only the squire was stunned, but it was enough to throw the whole crew off. So we boarded her and took her. Oh, Fawn, what have you done? He was a man of peace, but... But now this... There's an old saying, Professor. If you want peace, prepare for war. How many of these Valkyrie do you have, Mr. Olstead? About 60, give or take. They're not very creative types, more point em and go. I need someone to give them orders if they don't tend to do much once the job is done. Probably a safety feature. Now, you said the Imperial Fleet's expecting us? We sent them a fake message saying we were investigating some satellite. They told us to come back in an hour. Got about half of that left now. We were gonna make a break for it, but now that you're here, I guess there'll be something else happening. Hmm. <laughs> You know me too well, Mr. Olstead. We're going to rescue Sir Fawn and take him with us. What about the fleet out there, Captain? Do you remember the Silverthorn, Mr. Olstead? That I do, sir. <laughs> that I do. Ah, Sir Fawn, welcome. I took the liberty of having your chef prepare dinner for us. Thank you, Commodore... Milgrin, my lord. Commodore Horst Milgrin. You may call me Horst, if you wish. Thank you, Commodore. I believe I will stay with titles. I see you have brought former Director Bernard with you. You're not in charge any longer, Fawn. You don't deserve to have a place in this company any longer after what you tried to do. We shall see, Bernard. We shall see. Please, my lord, sit. 
This is a meal, not a sparring chamber. As you wish, Commodore. Before our dinner comes, Vaughn, I'd like to clear the air a little to aid in digestion. Despite what you may think, you are not in fact a prisoner, and the Emperor has not frozen your assets. How kind of him. What other messages does the new Emperor send to his loyal subject? Just that he wishes no enmity between you and he, and that you can continue to be a loyal subject of the Empire. All is forgiven, Fawn. And the new Emperor is trying to unite the Empire and focus on the future. Indeed. Well, that is most kind of him. Is he offering that same olive branch to the rest of his political opponents, or just the ones he needs? Come now, Fawn, don't be like that. The Emperor doesn't need you. Oh, but he does. Or didn't he tell you? You see, Commodore, the only one with access to the final stage of the Squire imprinting process is me. I was the one who created the Squires, and I control the process of their creation personally. Without my help, the Squires produced by Director Bernard's factory are merely machines with living brains. He doesn't know the means by which their brains are enhanced with telepathy, only that it's done by devices of my creation. The hyperspace navigation system that lets you conquer the stars and keeps the Empire strong was created by my work, Commodore. I am the one that holds your Empire together and gives you the dominion that you now enjoy. I am also the one who can take it away, if I so that, choose. That's not true. We continue production without you. You were gone six months and everything's fine. The machines I control continue to function, Bernard. It doesn't mean you can replace them or fix them if they fail. I see. So you are indicating you're not going to cooperate then? I didn't say that, Commodore. I merely said that the Emperor needs me. Now, I'm waiting to hear a reasonable offer. And what would you consider... Ah, I'm sorry. One moment, please. Yes? Commodore, we're under attack. Esther? Of the five remaining ships in the battle group, three have been disabled by the anti-squire weapon. It would indicate that those ships had their squires in control when the pulse was emitted. Excellent. Vela, launch the assault shuttles carrying the Valkyrie to board those disabled ships. Yes, Captain. Now we just have to worry about those two remaining ships. What are they? The command cruiser and an escort frigate. Concentrate fire on the command cruiser. It'll be the biggest problem. Are you feeling okay, Esther? I was both prepared and not connected to the navigation system when the pulse was emitted. I'll be fine this time. Thank you for your concern, Tyson. You gave me quite a fright earlier, Esther. It's good to have you back. I believe it is also good to be back. Bela, any word from Mr. Olsted and his team? Um... They went quiet after they entered the atmosphere. They should be down there shortly. Good. I just hope they can find Sir Fawn in time. Is there a problem, Commodore? It seems my fleet is under attack by one of our own ships. Oh, well, that is a shame, isn't it? Mm. Mm. 
My. The fillet is good tonight. I must remember to compliment my chef. Hmm. Mm. They're some of yours, I assume. I'm afraid I haven't the faintest idea. I am your guest, Commodore. I can't keep up on who is doing what at the moment. Well, in the interest of good relations, perhaps you could ask them to stop? We are in the middle of negotiations at the moment, and it's most inconvenient. Indeed. Uh, I don't believe I will. Fawn! What are you doing? You're his prisoner. You're in no position to bargain. Ah, but that's the problem, Bernard. I'm negotiating with a gun to my head. Perhaps when this is all over, we can continue our conversation. Until then, I think I will enjoy my dinner, and I suggest you do the same. The Emperor will look on this most disfavourably, Fawn. Most disfavourably indeed. Commodore? Commodore! Fawn, now look what you've done. Bernard, I suggest you eat your fillet. It's getting cold, and it may just be the last good food you have for quite some time. Tyson, the ship's systems are reaching critical levels. The two other ships have flanked us and are inflicting severe damage. We're outgunned on this one. That frigate must have just been refitted. Quite possibly. However, it is clear our chances of survival are low at the current rate. Any word from Scotty or the other teams? Um, no. They're still fighting. Aboard the other ships. Bela. I want you and everyone else on board, including the captured crew, to get to the escape pods. But Captain, what are you going to do? We're going to ram the command ship. If all goes well, that will keep things chaotic enough to give the Valkyrie the time they need. Uh, okay. Everyone, let's get off the command deck! Now! Captain, can I say good luck? To you as well, Miss Smith. To you as well. Esther, give them time to escape, and then set course for the command ship. Ramming speed. Commodore Milgren, we've prepared a shuttle. Has Dasani gone mad? What's happened to our ship? We don't know, sir, but it refuses to surrender. Captain Grigg requests permission to destroy her. What about the other ships? I heard they were disabled? We still don't know how it was done. The captains have reported their squares have lapsed into comas and are non-responsive. By the time they were able to switch to backup controls, they'd received borders. Borders? You mean infiltrator units? No, sir. Boarders. Armored troops entered through the airlocks and have been fighting their way through to the command decks. What about the ship's security forces? Reports are unconfirmed, but it seems they haven't been able to stop the boarders. Fawn, you have been busy, haven't you? Tell Greg to destroy that ship. 
We can't afford for whatever they have to continue to exist in enemy hands. Also, I want some of those borders captured alive. Tyson, the last of the pods are away. Not a minute too soon. Set everything to automatic and disconnect from the system, Esther. I'll meet you at the closest escape pod. Course set. Preparing to disconnect. Tyson! Esther? Two of the other ships have opened fire on the command cruiser. The Valkyrie have taken control. What? Cancel the ram, and change our fire to the frigate. Already done. Well, Esther, we just might win this one yet. Pilot, prepare for liftoff. I need to get up to the fleet. Yes, sir. What a mess this is. The Admiral is going to have my head. Commodore. Yes, Lieutenant, what is it? Commodore, the enemy have seized control of two more of our ships. The frigate Lily de la Mer has been destroyed, and her command ship is sustaining heavy fire. We won't be able to last much longer, and Captain Grigg is requesting permission to surrender. Surrender? No. Tell him to open negotiations and stall. We've still got a chance. I'll get Fawn, and we'll use him as a shield while we send the cutter for help. Pilot, tell Major Lee's Marines to meet me at the dining room. We'll turn this one around yet. You've not touched your meal, Director. Where are they? Why haven't we heard news? Perhaps there is no news to hear. You mean they've won, don't you? Those people of yours. Who did you have here watching me behind my back? Director, everyone here works for me. They're all my people, so you'll have to be a little more specific. No, not everyone. Some of us are loyal to something besides money. <laughs> oh, my dear Director, do you think I'm only in this for the money? You told us to sell to both sides. I did. Because I need squires to be in common use across all military forces if my plan is to work. Your plan? What nonsense is this? I had believed that peace would come naturally to our little empire. That all we needed was a, a little revolution, a little democracy. Now I realise I was wrong. It's going to take something more forceful to stop this conflict. The Squires? As I said, they're the backbone of the fleet's military power, and I control that backbone. It will soon come time for me to exert a little of that power, but not yet. For until I have leverage over all sides, this conflict will just continue on. Uh, but, but that won't work! The squires aren't the only way to travel through hyperspace. They'll just... they'll just stop using our system. We'll lose everything. Yes. I did say it wasn't time. Yet. Oh, it seems our military escort is returning. I wonder how the battle fares. 
gentlemen. Commodore, if you need help, I'll be happy to commit the factory's defence fleet to aid you. I'm afraid that won't be necessary, Director. Good day, Director. How's things? What? You? Good evening, Chief Elstead. Good evening, my lord. We've got your factory back for you. Yes, I see that. Thank you, Chief Elstead. If you don't mind, could you take the director here to his quarters and put him under guard? Don't allow him to speak to anyone, or there may be further trouble. Of course, sir. Come on, director. I'll introduce you to my new flowers. They're the best money can't buy. So now the gun is in your hand, Horn. So it is. Please have a seat, Commodore. Your dinner awaits, and I believe we have negotiations to conclude. You still want to negotiate? Commodore, Horst, I'm always willing to negotiate. I just like to have the upper hand. Hello, Esther. Tyson. Sir Fawn, we've brought Professor Rossum. Excellent. Where is he? He'll be here shortly, sir. Good. Good. You did some fine work today, Tyson. I'm in your debt. Thank you, sir. However, may I know what you plan to do with the captured Imperial ships? That is still under discussion, young man. Why? Sir, if I can, may I have permission to have one or more of them on an extended loan? I have something I need to do. Hmm. Well, as I said, I am in your debt, young man. Go. Take them with my blessing. You may, of course, have whatever people you need to crew them from my defense fleet as well. We'll take care of the paperwork later. Thank you, sir. There is, however, a price I'd like in return for this favor, Tyson. Ships are expensive. Sir? It's nothing, really. A small promise. Of course, sir. Anything. I was hoping you'd say that, Tyson. I was hoping you'd say that. Twin Stars, Book 2, Episode 6, Valkyrie. Written and produced by Robin Patterson. Opening music, Beyond Infinity by Peter Chen. Closing music, Victorious Day by Maestro Rage. Additional music by The Celestial Aeon Project and Kevin MacLeod. Sound effects found on SoundDogs.com, the Apple iLife Sound Effects Collection, Sound Ideas Series 6000 Sound Effects Library, and recorded by members of KungFuActionTheater.com. This recording is licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial share-like license, so pass it around, please. This story and all its characters within are copyright 2009 Robin Patterson, all rights reserved. For more audio adventure, come to KungFuActionTheater.com, where theater is spelt with an R-E at the end, because that's how it's done with style. Again, bye-bye.
Apparently, you enjoy listening to audio dramas, since you're hearing this message. I'll keep it short so you can get back to the fun stuff. If you would like to see and experience how all these stories, voices, sound effects, and music come together to create theater of the mind, make plans to visit the Modern Audio Drama Convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia, July 24th through 26th, 2020. Meet the creators. Find out how to write, record, mix, sweeten, and produce movies that play in your head. See what the voices you hear actually look like. We never look like we sound. For all the details, visit madcon.com. That's M-A-D, as in modern audio drama, then dash, as in dash on over, then con, as in convention, duh, then dot, as in it'll be the most fun you've had in a while, period, then com, as in come on over, we'll love to see you. Madcon, your ears and brain will thank you.